welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, welcome back to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. I am so excited that you're here today because I have one of my favorite people who is in currently in my group course, and she's one of my clients, obviously. She's going to be talking to us about her experience, about where she was at and like the struggles that she faced with her PCOS and the medication that she was on and where she's at now, just all the good things. So I really wanted to bring this conversation to you because I think it's one thing for you to see my story, hear my story and really know where I am coming from. But it's really valuable, I think, to hear it from somebody else who you might be better able to connect with and just hear their story and maybe identify with her a little bit more than maybe you have with me and just see what it's all about. So I'm so excited to introduce Gracie B, who's in La Casa. What's up, Gracie? Thank you, Corinne, for having me um, today. It is truly, truly an honor to be here. Uh Hi, everyone. My name is Gracie. I live in the Bronx. New York City. I am a New York City public school teacher and I'm 32 years old. I've had PCOS literally my whole life, my mm. whole life. And I didn't even know I had it. Yeah. Um, as a teenager, I, and before I even be, like, before I even became a teenager at like nine years old, I had cystic acne. Wow cystic acne and that was something I was always so insecure about um it was it was very painful cystic acne is so painful and I remember my parents would take me dermatologists after dermatologists I have tried creams like I remember I would see like the frustration on my mom's face when we would go to the <laughs> pharmacy and they would be like a hundred dollars, fifty dollars. Then we went to a like an acne specialist in the Bronx and he put me on Accutane and I was maybe like 15 years old. Wow. 15 years old and I went on Accutane. For those and- of you who don't know, Accutane is an acne medication that is very severe. Yeah, I was on Accutane and I want to say for about a year. My skin would literally peel off. I couldn't be in the sun without me getting burned. I couldn't be in the sun more than like 10 minutes or something like that. And they never obviously connected it to hormones at the time, right? No, they told me, oh no, you're developing normally. You're a teenager. That's part of, you know, part of the process. It would definitely get worse around my period. I got Mm. my period at nine years old. So I remember my first period, my mom would literally have to sleep with me in bed and give me a heating pad and chamomile tea. And I I remember crying because I just didn't understand. Like, why why is this pain so bad? I couldn't take it. My periods would last anywhere between seven days to two weeks. Like, it was... Wow. The longest period, along with ha- me having acne on my face, I had acne all over my body. So I would get it on my breasts and in my inner thighs, mm. around my stomach. We would go to dermatologists. My mom would take me to my pediatrician and, oh, no, it's normal. Some people are just genetically predisposed to having acne. It's genetics. I would get antibiotics all the time all the time they would give me antibiotics they even started doing the steroid injections on your face wow Mm -hmm. and that that did help right but it's a temporary fix right we we never got the root of the problem exactly into my I would say like my late 20s I started gaining all this weight yeah 
all this weight and just going up, 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 up. And then I would diet, exercise. It would, I would drop 10 pounds, 20 pounds. Then I would gain double the weight back. Mm -hmm. So it's always been like this up and down, up and down of, you know, weight fluctuation. And it it was really getting to me. And and no one ever told you that you had PCOS at this point or did, were you diagnosed at this point? No. Yeah. So, and f- for those of you who know my story about how I like really would never get my period, it was totally irregular. There are two different ways that P- PCOS could show up. So for me, it was really never getting my period, but for Gracie, hers would last for seven to 12 days. So some people get it more frequently when you have PCOS, some people get it less frequently. So I think it's good to see both sides of it. So I'm glad that you brought that up. So, okay. So your weight started increasing a lot. You were never diagnosed with PCOS despite having all of the symptoms that literally point directly to it. But this is why we need to educate ourselves because the doctors don't really know about this. So, um, okay. So so then what happened once you were just like, what is going on with my weight? I, I don't know what to do at this point. A little backstory. I come from a family where diabetes is like almost everyone in my family has diabetes. Wow. Type one and type two. Mm. So, and thyroid disorders. So every year when I get a, like to me, like it's like clockwork. I get a physical every year. I get a glucose test I check my thyroid just to make sure and everything always comes back normal yeah always comes back normal so and my doctors are like well just diet just always just diet just diet and I'm like yeah well it's like something's not right because if you're in a a caloric deficit then you have to lose weight right like right it's science yeah. You lose it. Like it's not <laughs> what's it's happening. Not, it's facts. So <laughs> clearly something else is happening. Right. So then one day I just decided, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to an endocrinologist. Cause I know there's something else mm-hmm. in here. So I go to an endocrinologist and I'm explaining to her and she goes, Oh yeah, you probably have PCOS. And I'm like, what is that? And so she's like, oh, you know, it's a hormone disorder. So if you like, if you don't treat it, like, then you won't be able to have kids. Like, this doctor is probably one of the driest doctors I have ever met. Like, her bedside manners are just... They're horrible, but we won't. So many women could probably connect with that. I've had many clients where they'll go and they'll say, okay, you know, you have PCOS. So let's just, you know, if you want to get pregnant now, let's just automatically put you on Clomid or put you on some type of medication because you're not going to be able to get pregnant or you're going to get diabetes. So one thing that Gracie just mentioned was that she has um, a lot of family members that have diabetes and something with PCOS is it increases your risk of getting type two diabetes as well as heart disease. So having that as a predisposed genetic, you know, disorder in your family already makes it even more important to get this under control. So the fact that your blood work's always coming back normal and the doctors were doing nothing for you until you went to this endocrinologist is just so ridiculous. So she, she's like, yeah, you know, if you don't have if you don't treat it now, like then you'll become infertile. And I was oh like, God. all right, so what do we do? <laughs> like, oh I'm, like, God. hello, like, yeah. I'm 30 years old. I want to have a baby. Right. Not, not, at that time, no, I didn't want to have a baby then, but you, you know, know, in the future you wanted one. Right. So she's like, I'm going to give you my foreman. And I was like, okay, so what is that? And she was, and she's like, oh, you know, it's like, She's like, it's a medication that we give diabetics, but it it really helps with the PCOS because mm. you're insulin resistant. And I was like, what? You know, so I'm like, so what does that mean? Right. Like, oh, you just have too much insulin in your blood. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is going to help then? And she goes, yep. Immediately puts me on 1,500 milligrams of metformin. And then she goes, you know... And I strongly suggest that you have weight loss surgery. What? Oh, I didn't know that she recommended that to you. She did. Oh my she gosh. Did. And 
And so before that, I had started the process twice because I was so heavy. I was I was about, I would say like 60 pounds overweight. Which is very common for people with PCOS because of this insulin resistance, which your doctor just said you have too much insulin. But let me just explain for the listener who is maybe like, oh my gosh, I'm totally connecting with this. What does that mean? When you're insulin resistant, what it means is that whenever you eat, your body produces glucose. And if your cells are not sensitive to insulin, the cell doors do not open up and take that glucose in because they're insulin resistant. So instead of your cells opening up and taking that in and doing what it needs to do with it, they, it stays floating around in your body. So that's why you have too much insulin because your cells are not opening up to it. Just wanted to give a, a clue on what insulin resistance is. So she recommended weight loss surgery to you. Yes. And she said I needed it fast. So that, that day she does the blood work, sends me home with a prescription of metformin. I'm at this point, like I'm freaking out, right? Like I'm, of course. I'm scared. Yeah. And, so at that appointment, she tells me, I strongly recommend that you get weight, weight loss surgery because the only way to bring those hormones down is to kind of force them to come down by you losing weight fast. Oh my gosh. That is so re- I'm getting pissed because it, so many women go through this where they're just like, okay, just lose weight and it'll cure your PCOS. But I am someone who has PCOS and I was never fully overweight, but I still had no period, facial hair growth, migraines, IBS, all this stuff. So it's not just about the weight. You have to get to the root cause. And just by forcing your body to drop weight by getting a surgery is not going to do that. I was terrified. At of this, course. This, in this time. So I'm by myself in, in the office. I don't have anyone to be like, whoa, you need to think about this. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trusting, right. This is a healthcare professional. Uh, right. And I'm trusting that she's, she's got my best interest at heart. Exactly. So I was like, okay, so what do I do? And she, and she's like, well, I'm going to send you over to NYU Langone. And I was like, oh, wait, to so the weight manager. Cause remember I had started the process twice before, but I would chicken out each time because I was still very hesitant. Like it's major surgery. Yeah. It's major surgery. So for me, I, I was, I still wasn't sure. And because I wasn't sure I didn't go through, I would never go through with it. But now hearing from a doctor, like you need to do this. Oh my God. And the typical process to get weight loss surgery go, it takes anywhere between six to eight months. I had a surgery date in four like she expedited wow. this. You're scared. You have no one else telling you that there's another option. So what else do you, and, and this is a, something that you had already considered. So you're like, okay, well, I guess that maybe I need to do this then. Yeah. Like to me, I thought I was like, oh, well, you know, here's your, your push, like just do it and get it over with. And right. so we go, I'm still on my metformin. So yeah, I have my surgery. It's a procedure that's only 45 minutes. And I was in there about like four hours. What? And and I remember when I woke up, the surgeon said they found a hernia. There, so there's a point to why I'm saying this. So yeah, he said, you know, we found a, her- a hernia. I repaired it. We're good to go. Everything was good. So I guess during this procedure, somewhere along the line, I was poked. Or some some type of like puncture was done to my nerve, one, one nerve in my diaphragm. A, a month post-op, I still have excruciating pain. And every time I ate or drank something, it was like if someone was stabbing me on my side. It got to a point where he was like, I can't give you any more pain medication. Like wow. legally, I cannot give you any more pain medication. So I'm going to send you to pain management. Wow. So I go to pain management and she knew right away because she, I, I was telling her like, it's right here. And every time I eat or drink something and she goes, well, have you had any procedures? And I said, yeah, I had a gastric sleeve. And she says, you have referred pain. That means that you have damage to your nerve and your, it's in your diaphragm and you have and, and I'm like, okay, but what do I do? And she goes, I mean, there's not really much we can do about it. That's permanent. 
and I can just treat it. I'll be fine for a few months. And then out of nowhere, it's like a month straight of like that stabbing pain. Right. So I say all this to say that I went through all of that because my, my doctor said, you need to lose weight fast to bring those hormones down. I, I, I'm sure you're not the only one with this story. And I'm, and I'm so happy that we're talking because I know that I'm going to get people to reach out who has had a similar story and really hear that this is more common than we probably think that it is, which is alarming and scary and ridiculous because this is why I'm like so passionate about doing what I do because there is absolutely no reason you should have had to go through with that pain. Now we're at eight months post-op and on average you're supposed to lose about 80 percent of 80 to 85 percent of your of your excess weight within the first like six months six to eight months I had only lost like 50 60 pounds and I needed to lose over 100 because the root cause was still not being healed exactly but I didn't understand. But you didn't know, of course. I didn't know. And and no. I was going to the gym every single day. I was eating. Yep. The way they teach you to eat protein only, protein, 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 protein. Right. And now that w- what you know from being in the course and what the listener knows, because I talk about it all the time, is when you're not having fruits or vegetables or any fiber, you're not able to remove the excess hormones that you were experiencing. You're not able to actually heal the root cause and heal your gut, aside from the fact that the medications that you were on were tearing up your gut, which, you know, this high protein diet, this no vegetable, no fiber diet is just making matters even worse. Okay. So this was, you know, a year, like eight months later, you said about eight months later. And then so this is 2019. We got connected 2020. So yeah. So six months before I met you, I, again, I went back to my endocrinologist to repeat my blood work. And I said to her, listen, my acne is getting out of control. Mm. I'm gaining weight again. What, what's going on? I did everything you told me, you know, I, I got my surgery. I lost weight. I'm going to the gym. I'm eating. Like, I don't know what else to do. What's going on? She goes, oh, I'm going to give you spironolactone because that's going to help with your acne. Oh, my gosh. And then she says, and then I'm going to give you, and in addition to that, so keep, I'm going to put you back on metformin. I'm going to start you on the spironolactone. And I'm going to give you Ozempic. Ozempic is a diabetic medication, another one, Mm -hmm. and it's an injectable. It's kind of like Humira and it suppresses Mm -hmm. your appetite. It's usually used for people that don't get approved for weight loss surgery. So uh, let me just um, talk about this for a second. So the reason why this is a problem with the medication, one of the many reasons is the doctor's putting her on spironolactone because of her high testosterone levels, which is causing the acne. The reason why the high testosterone levels are even there is because of the insulin resistance. So without healing that insulin resistance, the there is no way that the testosterone levels are going to be lowered. So it still goes back to that root cause because when you have insulin resistance, it causes all that excess glucose in your blood causes your ovaries to produce more testosterone, which is going to cause more acne, more facial hair or hair falling out that could look different for everybody. So slapping these medications on it are are doing nothing because you're still not healing the root cause. So unless you're going to be on this forever and ever the rest of your life, like how did she expect anything to actually even work? And then the metformin, it messes up your gut. So bad. For most people, it gives them diarrhea and like, bad gas, bloating. But then the spironolactone, since it's a diuretic, it makes you shed all that water weight, right? right? So when I'm taking this concoction of medications, all three of them, I started losing weight again. And so I'm like, yeah, it's like, we're back in, you know, we're back on track. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. We're going to be snatched. (laughs) And then, but very quickly now I'm losing weight, but now I'm noticing I'm not hungry. Mm. I'm nauseous all the time. I'm a person that before all this medication, I was going to the bathroom twice a day, sometimes three. 
I was very regular. Before I was on any type of medication, I started going twice a day, then once a day, every two days, to eventually once a week. Now I'm not going to the bathroom at all. Oh my gosh. And I couldn't even drink water without getting nauseous. So now how is this affecting me? I can't eat anything. So of course I'm losing weight like crazy now. Right. And my, my clothes, nothing fit me anymore. At first, I was like, man, I'm really dropping weight. I've never been this small. A person that's always struggled with their weight, like, man, I look good. Yeah. But I couldn't eat anything. I couldn't even go out to eat with my boyfriend, something that we used to do all the time. It was our thing to always go, you know, brunch every Sunday Mm -hmm. or go out to dinner every Friday night or Saturday night. I couldn't even go out to dinner because if I ate or drank something, I would feel either like I was going to throw up or I would get diarrhea and I would have to get up and run to the bathroom and then date over. Right. Right. We have to leave. Yeah. So So you're not getting any nutrients because you can't eat and you're not eliminating any toxins or excess estrogen out of your body because you can't poop. And and I remember this clear as day. One day it just, I was just like, fuck this shit. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I feel like shit all the time. I, 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 I can't do this. I can't do this. And like, I know COVID has been like a nightmare, mm-hmm. but in a way it's kind of like a, a blessing because imagine if I was at work, I work with children. So if I have diarrhea, I can't run out of my classroom. Right. Like it was one extreme or the other. But when I was constipated, I would get this horrible intestinal pain. Yeah. Like literally, I was literally full of shit. And literally. <laughs> <laughs> like literally full of shit. So, all right. So now was this, so this was in the beginning of 2020 then? Because you're yeah. saying when COVID hit. Okay. Yeah. So I stopped the metformin, the spironolactone, because that slows down your heart rate. Right. I tapered myself off of it. Like I didn't even tell the doctor that I was tapering myself off. Now, not saying we recommend for you to do this. Definitely work with your doctor. Don't just stop your medication. So I tapered myself off, Mm -hmm. not the right way, but I did. And at that point I had started following you already, but you and I hadn't spoken. I was just like secretly stalking you on Instagram. (laughs) I love it. And your page really like intrigued me. You had such good information on there. And I was like, huh, I like her. It wasn't until I saw the commercial for Ozempic mm. that I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I had like a meltdown. Wow. A melt- I remember, and my boyfriend was sitting next to me and the poor look on his face, like he didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> I feel so bad for him. When they, you know how they'll say, "Oh, you, you know," they'll give you the rainbow and butterflies commercial, and then at the end when they start with their side effects and yeah. their disclaimers. When I heard that person say that a side effect is gastroparesis, I lost my shit. I was like, "No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore." And I. I didn't inject myself ever again. And that was it. That was the last year. I was like, I'm done. I'm stopping all this medication. I'm going the holistic route. Yeah. I remember when we first spoke, you were done. You felt like you're like, I'm ready to do this. I've tried so much stuff. Like I need a different route that's actually going to help me feel better. And I know there are so many women listening that could connect with that. Yeah. I remember you kept asking me like, well, why do you want to do this? Duh. Cause I have PCOS. Like in my head, I was yeah. saying, why is she asking me this? Like she knows why. Yeah. And Sign me up. Yeah. I'm like, take my money. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> And she, but you kept asking me like, but why? Like, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to go the holistic route? And I realized that, and I don't think I realized this until I was maybe like halfway through the course. Unless I take care of me, I can't be, because remember I told you, I was like, I want to be a better daughter, teacher, blah, 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 blah. Uh But it wasn't... (laughs) It wasn't until like halfway through the course where I don't remember even what we were talking about, but you know, like when you just like take a step back and you just observe, Mm -hmm. 
I think that's where I realized that unless I take care of myself, I can't be any of those other things. So good. Oh, I just had chills. Because if I'm not okay, then I'm not okay as a professional. I'm not okay as a daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay as a spouse. You know, I'm not, yeah. I won't be a good aunt to my niece, you know, a good sibling to my two brothers, you know, so it really does like start literally healing yourself from the inside out because you take care of all the internal things, then everything else has no choice but to bloom. Right. So, Oh, oh my God. I love that. That is so True. I love that you just said that. If you, it, it, it's, it has no other choice. You're right because you're improving yourself. And when you improve, everything around you starts improving because everything is connected and it's your relationships are part of you, just like your insulin resistance was part of you, just like all your struggles are part of you. And when you're suffering like that, how can you show up in your life? Like when you feel like shit, it's impossible. Like I, I'm so used to, and this isn't to be like, oh, I'm so great. I'm just saying I'm so used to feeling so much better now that I'm, you know, living in this way that when I do have a headache, like I had a headache the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, like I remember using, used to get massive migraines all the time. And I forget how I really, I don't show up well when I have a headache, even just a headache. And I used to have things that are so much worse than that, but you, you don't realize it until you start feeling better and then seeing like, oh my gosh, like I don't have to feel like this. I could actually show up in a way that I want to because I'm not being controlled and having all my thoughts consumed by feeling like shit all the time. So, wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. Your story is amazing. Um, let's dive into, so now you're in the course, like you're opening your eyes to more holistic route. What would you say is like one of the biggest things you've learned or um, like how has your health improved? Like just start talking a little bit about the um, benefits now, because we talked about your story and now let's talk about where you're on your way to reaching now. So (laughs) I got to start with like a little comedy. Yeah, yeah, bring (laughs) the comedy. Because... It's hilarious that this one little thing is like, I can't go without it. So (laughs) when you first, when we started the course that first week and you told us, you started us off like with the lemon water. Yeah. The first thing I think I was like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) I just paid this woman and she didn't tell me to drink some water with lemon in it. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, what? (laughs) but in that very first day that I had lemon water I went to the bathroom I I think I think I remember you saying that in the group like holy shit I just went to the bathroom and I was like yes Mm -hmm. but that is like a staple like I cannot I'd rather go without anything in my fridge in my house than my lemons I literally travel with lemons like that's not a joke (laughs) When I used to travel pre-COVID. Yeah. My boyfriend knows Sunday, Sunday mornings. If I'm like, I gotta go to BJ's before we do anything. I gotta go to BJ's because I need my lemons. Like, I'm not, this is, he's like, yes, babe, let's go get your lemons. <laughs> I love it. And now he knows like, babe, you have lemons. Do you need lemons? Do you need them? Do you need them? Um, that's amazing. So, okay. So you started doing the lemon water. So what, so you used to not be able to eat. You were nauseous. You couldn't go to the bathroom. Like, where are you at now? Um, let's talk about that first. So where are you at now with your health? And then we'll talk about like one of the biggest things you've really learned and took away from the course, which she still has a couple of weeks in it, but you know, she's far enough along where she's obviously seen results and has had some form of transformation. So I'm actually going to the bathroom every day. Yes, yeah, she I'm is. Day. <laughs> yes, this is something we always chat about because it's always a celebration in our group. Yes. And I talk about it on Instagram, no shame. Yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> so I am actually going to the bathroom every single day. Sometimes I go twice a day and, and not because I feel like sick or anything. Mm-hmm. I've made a huge change in my diet. I'm gluten-free, dairy-free. I don't, you don't miss it. And 
when you feel like you know when you feel good like you just don't miss all this stuff and so I'm mostly plant-based and if I if I am eating meat I make sure that it's a meat and like the rest is it's all veggies love it and how do you feel since making these changes I feel great I mean I some (laughs) some days I'm up with all this energy and my boyfriend's like, what are you on? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like I can finally eat and have energy again. Yeah. And so I eat more actually. Mm-hmm. Before I was eating maybe three ounces of food tops, three wow. or four ounces of food, which is nothing. Nothing. It's absolute. It's like the size of a tuna can. That Like that's what my portions were. It's ridiculous. And I was eating... So before I was eating every like two hours, I, I eat like I was eating like a little bird, like just mm-hmm. snacking all day, snacking all the time. But I was always hungry. I was never satisfied. Yeah. And now I'm able to stabilize my blood sugar and just have my meal with everything that needs to be in there. And I'm good. I don't need to worry about it again until later. So... I, I feel great with as far as like my energy. Um, I don't have any acne on my face. Actually, Nothing. It's gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> I do get like the occasional cyst like right. um, on my leg or on my thigh. But it's, it's not all over one. your body anymore, right? No, it's, it's just like one. Like right. I have one right now that is just really stubborn. But mm-hmm. I, haven't ha- I haven't had a cyst pop up out of... I would say for like two months. That's that's like the start of the course pretty much when you started. I I, I haven't. I like, I started to see these changes. Like it was instantly, instantly. Mm. It's instant. Because once you start giving your body what it needs and healing the root cause, it just falls into place. Like things just start happening. And yes, she's made all these changes. We're about nine weeks into the course right now. Um, Obviously this wasn't done all overnight and it was, you know, a transition, but so the biggest differences that you've seen are you're going to the bathroom every day, your skin cleared up. um, You have energy. You can actually eat. You're not, are you nauseous anymore? No. Yeah, I mean, no. I get nauseous sometimes when I drink water too fast. Mm. My stomach fills up so fast. Because of the surgery you had. Yeah, but it's it's not because of food or anything like that. It's just because sometimes I'm just an idiot and I chug water when I know I shouldn't be chugging water. Yes. So well, it's safe to say you've had more results doing a natural approach than when you were on the medication. And my hair. That was a huge one too. Oh, Yeah. When I tell you, I, oh my God, <laughs> I used to cry all the time. I'm going bald. That stopped. Like, so your hair would fall out in it, the past. Oh, it, every time I passed my, my hair, my hand through, through my hand, mm-hmm. a big clump of hair, like just massive balls of hair. It's crazy because when I just got a haircut like two weeks ago and my stylist said that my hair looks very healthy and it, it's like shinier, it's thicker. So yes. yes, that's a huge plus. Okay. So what is the biggest thing you've learned um, that maybe you didn't expect to learn or like, what was the really biggest thing you took away from this course? And like, why are you um, happy you did it? So for, first of all, like, I don't feel like shit. So that's <laughs> like, that's <laughs> first and foremost, like I'm able to go through my day without feeling like crap all the time Mm. able to eat you know that that's something huge that I can go out to dinner and be able to enjoy date night without having to run out of there because I feel like crap you know and yeah that took a toll on our relationship also absolutely right like we couldn't do anything I felt I felt so terrible because you know I wouldn't want to go out to dinner and I wouldn't want to go anywhere because I wasn't sure if I was gonna throw up or crap my pants like I wasn't sure which yeah which end give me right (laughs) so that is one of my biggest accomplishments another thing that is huge for me is the stress. I didn't realize how much 
stress takes a toll on your hormones. Mm. And just like the the first day with the lemon water, when you <laughs> when you had that that session with the stress that mm-hmm. that week where we were talking about stress, and of course because I'm your wild child in your <laughs> course, like <laughs> I don't do things in order. Yeah, so I've seen one video before the the science one about the cortisol. <laughs> So then when you were talking about like stress management and all that stuff, I'm like, really? Again, like, what are we, what are we doing here? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, we're going to have another like lemon water session. But when I listened to all three of them, I was like, ah, yeah. Had I listened to Corinne (laughs) and done things in order, then I would know what she was talking about. But, um, I didn't realize how much, stress affected my body so I always slept horribly Mm. horribly 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 and I was always craving sugar and you know just tired all the time and living in New York City being a teacher you're always on the go and you're always like you know I got to do this. I got to do that. You know, you can't sit down and have your lunch because you're grading papers. You're prepping for the next class Mm -hmm. or one of your kids walks in having a meltdown and you're in a pandemic in a city when a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, and even before, before we, you know, when things were quote unquote normal, right. You know, it's just a go, go, go all the time. You just never sit down and stop. And so I think this course has really taught me how to listen to my body because Mm. now I know what it does to my body. So once the nutrition part started working and doing its thing, now I'm sleeping better. Now I don't feel as tense. I don't feel as drained it's crazy how one thing, things that you don't even think affect you, they do affect you. And so, you know, earlier today, I was talking to you about how the night before I was up at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you were asking me like, okay, let's, you know, like, let's, let's go through everything. Like, what's your, is the routine? What's changed? What's changed? And so now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, I've been, I I feel tense, tension on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. So that tells me, okay, you're, you're stressed out. Right. You're not sleeping. Like your circadian rhythm is fucked again. So, right. Yeah. So like whenever someone will, you know, a client will come to me that I'm like, okay, let's think like, okay, why was it working then? And now it's not, what is different? It's just having someone else see it from a different lens is really helpful because now, you know, you're more aware of it now that we're like ending the course, but it's important to always have that, those second eyes on it to be like, okay, well, I could see it from a different perspective. So let me ask you some questions to start sparking some thoughts. And then you could figure out really where it pinpointed because now you have the knowledge around the science side of it and then the emotional side of it as well. What would you say to the woman who is maybe scared to invest in herself? She's not sure if this is the right route for her. She's not sure what to expect. Um, What would you say to someone who is like interested in changing their lifestyle, but is hesitant or scared to do it, whether it's for the investment or um, for changing their lifestyle and like not knowing if it's actually going to work or help them? I have two things to say about that. So the first thing I thought getting LASIK surgery, LASIK eye surgery was like the best money I've ever spent, but it's not, (laughs) it's really not. It's the, I, I will tell you this course has been the best investment I've ever made. It's been the best money I've ever spent. And that was my worry also at the Mm -hmm. beginning, because I was like, well, And I was in the process of moving at that time, too. Yeah. So I was like, moving, PCOS course, a home PCOS course. Yeah. But I, well, for one, like, we figured it out. We got it. But for two, it's what you get out of this course. There's no amount of money, like, that you could pay that would add up to what I've gotten out of this. Like, not only do I feel better, 
I feel better. I look better. Like Corinne, like you're stuck with me forever. Like for real. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like Corinne is to me is a friend, a mentor. The ladies I've met in this course, they're amazing. Like Mm -hmm. these are some of the coolest girls I've ever met. And we all have different stories, but we all, this one thing just like brings us all together. And, and I will say this course isn't easy. Mm-hmm. Like this work is not for the week at all. Amen. Because the easy route, right, is what I did. And not, not to, to discourage anyone or to say that because you're taking medications, you're doing the wrong thing because it's your body, your choice. And sometimes it's all, you know, like how it was for you at the time. Yeah. Yeah, And, you know, as physicians, we trust that they're going to do what's best for us. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's not always. And I'm not saying that I don't believe in medicine or anything like that. Right. right? Because There are certain things that you need medication for. There's no around it. Like you need it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So going the holistic route is not something that you see right away. Mm -hmm. right you got to put in the work day in day out day in day out Mm -hmm. you're there are days where you feel like shit I've had my my pity parties in our (laughs) class like I've had my pity parties oh yeah and you know you would let me have my pity party and you would be very kind and acknowledge how I felt but then you were like all right now let's get it. Let's get back right to it. Like this isn't just a one-time thing. Like this is a lifestyle. You have to do this every single day. Mm-hmm. So this isn't some, if you're looking for a quick fix, this is not it. Don't, don't even, don't waste your time and don't waste current time. Mm-hmm. But if you are seriously willing to put in the work, the physical, emotional, the mental, you you should do it and you should invest your invest in yourself. These are things that you have to do for the rest of your life because not only do they affect you right now, but then they also affect you when you get pregnant, when during your pregnancy, after your pregnancy, mm-hmm. um, menopause. Like these are all, like, I feel like right now is just like chapter one. It is. And then everything else is like, boom, boom. And, you know, and yeah. every, every new phase that your reproductive system takes, like mm-hmm. it, that's a whole new beast that you have to uncover. So, yeah, because a quick fix isn't really doing anything, right? It's a quick fix, which means that you're not getting a true transformative experience. And that's what this course is. It is a true transformative experience because... Like, look at from like, I know we heard the whole story of Gracie. She was at a point where she literally could not eat, could not go to the bathroom, was nauseous, had cystic acne, was gaining weight to now being total opposite of that, having energy, feeling good, being able to go to the bathroom. And that's because of the work she put in. But if it was just a quick fix course, it's like, oh, it's a hundred dollar course. You're going to get like a couple of videos and like, you know, do this and this and that's it. There's no way she would have had these results. I was under the impression that this course was just going to be, okay, well, here's a meal plan. Here's a list of um, supplements, drink a gallon of water a day, go to the gym, and there you go. There's your course. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like that at all. Like the very, very first video was on supplements and what, what what it is how it works in your body, how it affects your hormones, the amount. And she really went into detail of what it does and how it affects our our reproductive system. Me being dairy and gluten-free, I would have never, ever (laughs) been (laughs) (laughs) gluten-free. Had it not been for Corinne and have I fucked up along the way? 100%. But I was like, Corinne, I had dairy. And and she was like, yeah, how'd you feel? Yeah. I "I didn't feel good. (laughs) I'm bloated. Yeah. And I love when that happens. It happens to every single client. When I tell them to cut something out, 
they do it for a couple of weeks and then it's natural to have it uh, eventually. And every single time they come and they tell me, of course, because I'm always checking in on them and they feel you know open enough to talk to me about it, which is what I love. And I'm like, okay, how do you feel? And they're like, I feel like shit. I'm not doing it again. And I love when this happens because that's the motivation that people need to keep going. You don't realize how you feel until you feel good. And then you all of a sudden don't again. So I love that. Yeah. So, you know, the, that's what really, and there's no judgment because even though Corinne is a professional and this is what she does, like she screws up too. And yeah. And she tells us like, Mm -hmm. guys, I know I tell you not to do this, but I did it and now I'm all messed up, Yeah, you know? And so the full transparency is there and there's no judgment. There's no anything. And what does it for me and what I love about this course is that you always, every recommendation you make or everything that you share with us, there's science behind everything. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. backed up by science. It's not just like, well... I don't think you should have this because no, it's, it's, it's not opinion. She's, she's Mm -hmm. giving you facts and she's giving us the literature that we need to go along with it. Or here's a book. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's great. You can learn about it here or she'll give us like the citing for it. Plus also the people that you have brought in the course, the two women that you brought on, like that was to me was like, Oh, yeah. So what she's talking about is I have some guest expert speakers that come in to talk to us on different topics. So that's what she's referring to. And yeah, I, I love that you said all of that. And it's so important to me to be transparent and be open because this is a lifestyle. So this doesn't mean that you're never going to have a food again, or you're going to, but, but what is most important and why I teach the why behind everything is when you do you know, miss a, you know, go to sleep really late or when you do have this food or when you do um, get really stressed out and you haven't been doing some practices, you know how to get yourself back on track and you know what caused the problem and you know how to fix it. And that's what's so important to me to teach because I want you to always be able to do this even when, you know, you're done with the course. So thank you so much for sharing all of this. And so what leave us with one last thing of, so the woman again, who's scared, she's too busy. She's getting married. She's buying a house. Um, she doesn't think she can fit in the time to do this. Um, it's too much of an investment, you know, just one thing that you would leave with her, just something that you want to close out with. Well, I'm going to close out with what I said earlier, that if you're coming to Corinne, it's because you've had it and now you need a change. And whether you're a wife, a girlfriend, a mother, a sister, a pet owner, whatever it is, I, you know, whatever, you, you can't be good to any of those people unless you're good to yourself. Because if you're not good, you can't do any of those things. Yeah. And to me, I think it's all about priority. You're going to make the time and the money for the things that are important to you. Preach. And, you know, that's what, that's what I thought about it. I thought about it. And when I sat down with my boyfriend, I was like, you know, I really want to do this course, but we're about to move. Like what? Mm -hmm. And he was like, don't even worry about that. He was like, you got to take care of yourself. Like you have this condition and you got to take care of it. And it is what it is. Like, just do it. Take the plunge and just do it. He was like, you spend your money on worse shit. So like, yes, Uh I love him. I don't even know why you're thinking about it. Like, just do it. And I was like, okay. Okay. You got it. Thank you so much, Gracie, for being here and taking the time to chat with us. I think it's really important for you know, the, the listener to really see a true journey and what it could look like. Um, so other women could identify with it and also know that there's hope. So if you are someone right now, that is where Gracie was, where you're on all these medications, you're doing everything, you're eating right. You're going to the gym, you're doing all this stuff and you're still struggling. 
please know that there are other answers and that, and that doesn't mean like, oh, you have to come in my course. Of course, I'll talk about that in a second, but it just means that there is hope. And I want you to know that you don't have to feel pressured to get a surgery or to take medication, that there are other answers by getting to the root of it. And I think that your story is really important for women to hear. And which is why I had you on here. And thank you for being so vulnerable in the course and right now on this podcast, because it's not easy to talk about this stuff. It brings up a lot of wounds. It brings up a lot of emotions. And I honor you for being so open and so willing to share this information. Um, And I just thank you. And I'm so happy our paths crossed and that we are now friends for life and that I was able to be just a small (laughs) stepping stone in your journey and to just help guide you through this. So I so appreciate you and thank you for being on here. Thank you so much for having me. It was a true honor. Oh my gosh. I am so glad that you stuck around for the whole episode. I really think it is so powerful to hear other women's stories and to really share that because a lot of times, especially with this topic, we don't talk about it and you could always feel like you're alone. So I hope that this episode lets you know that you're not alone and that there are options for you that you do not have to suffer. So if you are interested, registration for my group course is open until December 30th of 2020. However, if you sign up, up by this Friday, December 18th, you get the added bonus of a one-on-one call with me. So for more information on that, check the show notes, or you could always DM me at Corinne Angelica, and I'd love to chat with you about it. At the time of this recording, the group is already over 25% full because I only accept 20 women so I could keep it a real small, intimate circle and pour into each of you individually. So if you are interested, come DM me, come say hi. I would love to guide you on this transformation. It's just so amazing. And I really just thank you so much for being here regardless. And I just appreciate you being in this community. So I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.